For over 10 years, we've been bringing you killer metal music and frank discussions about heavy metal. Wait, who the hell is Frank? You are tuned into MSR Cast, brought to you by Mainstream Resistance. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek and Sean the Metal Pigeon. Keep it metal. This is James Avera from Hellstar and Sabbath Judas Sabbath. Rock out with your geek out. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 284 of MSR Cast, your heavy metal podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with Sean the Metal Pigeon. How are you, sir? Very good. So it's been a couple episodes since the last episode that we put out was the interview with Krigsgrav from uh, from the Texas area, and I encourage everybody to go listen to that episode. I, it was it was a great interview, and I freaking love that album. Yeah, no, it was a good record. Have you, did you listen to the interview? I listened to the interview, and I listened to the album again, yeah. because I had only given it like uh, once through beforehand. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an album that I, I need to keep coming back to, but um, yes, I definitely see why you were as taken as you were with that album. Yeah, I'm still stricken by it, for sure. Uh, waiting for my vinyl to show up, I just checked on the status, and I had to send the record label a little... Hey, uh, it's supposed to be here August 18th. It's way past that. Where where's my where's my fucking album? No tracking number. No, it hasn't shipped yet. I don't oh, think gotcha. is the issue. Yeah, but uh, they 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 only made like 200. There's only like 30 left. So oh. maybe they haven't just shipped them out yet. Maybe right. I don't know. We'll find out. I am sort of disappointed because they announced uh, our our good friend Shane, who's in Wolf Skull announced uh that they're doing a show here in conroe nearby houston in the end of september they're doing a record release party uh and they're they're it's at a brewery i can't remember the name of the exact brewery but they're doing their own beer that's supposedly based on the flavors of an (laughs) old-fashioned that's cool i'm not going to be able to go yeah i'm that's the first day i'm going on vacation i will be uh on a ship somewhere in the middle of the ocean by that time the show comes on. Right. Yeah. I am so disappointed and sad that I'm going to miss that show. Yeah. Seriously. I really am. I'm, I, I want them to come back. I'll, I'll make them come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean this, this vacation was planned months and months ago. So there's nothing we can do about it. You know, who else is on that bill? Um, yeah, Wolf Skull, and there's another band too. I can look it up. They posted in the Metal Geek Society. If you haven't been there, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, Wolf Skull and uh, Divine Void. Oh, okay. Yeah, Conroe, Huntsville area. So looks cool. They're they're uh, they're the beer is gonna be called the Spirit Walker, and it's Southern Star Brewery. Saturday, September 23rd. Just because I can't go. You should all go. It's a free show as well. So I've heard of Southern Star Brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should go and get me a, a Krigsgrove shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so sad that I'm not going to be able to go, but you know, it, they'll come back. Yeah. Um, speaking of shows, it's Labor Day weekend. Do you have any plans? I no, <laughs> I don't. Um, the uh. You do have plans, I believe. I, I have less plans than I had originally going oh, into the no, week. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
so Saturday we're going to see Ghost and I'm on a Mars. A bunch of my friends are going, a lot of people that I know. Um, we got tickets really cheap. So we're in the, uh, the it's at the Woodlands here in the Houston area, uh, Woodlands Pavilion. Um, so we're in the, the, the grassy area. So we got really cheap tickets. So we're like, all right, let's just go. Didn't realize it's still going to be this damn hot, but at least we have a day of recovery afterwards because the next day we we're supposed to go see Danzig. Yeah. And that show got fucking canceled. Yeah. So I'm a little upset by that. I mean, I could see it if it was two weeks ago where we really did have a, a, a much higher. Um, it was it was a lot fucking hotter two weeks ago. It was like 107 degrees. Uh, yeah. It was crazy. Now it's only going to be like 97 degrees. That's like winter time here, man. Well, yeah, I mean, and like yesterday, the humidity was down to like 30% or something yeah. like that. So it felt like, I mean, not, not it wasn't like quite autumnal, but it, compared to what we've been experiencing, yes. it did feel a little autumnal. Uh, the humidity- You go out in the morning and not, and it uh, wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't just instantly blanketed in your sweat. So- <laughs> Um, you know, the Danzig show getting canceled. I mean, because tomorrow you guys, so you're going to go see Ghost tomorrow. Yep, that's uh, from the time we're recording this, I don't think it's going to be that bad out there tomorrow. All things considered, like for late August, it's gonna early be hot. September. I'm going to be the most fucking on metal guy out there with my big brimmed hat yeah. to take on a cruise. Right, it's get your hat. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta, you gotta stay what you got. You gotta do. I actually have a, a camouflage hat. Yeah, so it'll match my shorts at least. You know. I mean, uh, so it it does make me think that um, maybe Danzig didn't need to cancel. I don't know what they're thinking. Like maybe yeah. that the that the the sound guy has to be outside too. There's no covering for them. I think they have like a tent for those guys most I, of the I time. Would imagine. Um, I don't know what the the official reasoning was because of the heat wave, right? Um, but they could have moved it inside because they played White Oak last time, right? Or, yeah. No, they played 713 last time. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it might be a little too compact inside, yeah. but I don't know. It's one of those situations where you're court. Where, where, I mean, I understand why shows get booked like that, but it's like, what do you, ex- you know, you're taking a chance touring Houston in summer, like late yep. summer anyway, dealing with heat situations. That should yeah. be something you would. It's always been an issue here. Yeah. And uh, and Tenacious I, D is playing in there in a few weeks. They're not going to cancel. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, if people if people aren't aware outside of Houston, I mean, there was a Snoop Dogg show at the Woodlands a couple of weeks ago. I yeah. believe it was at the Woodlands, but like twenty to thirty people had to be carried out like in ambulances because of heat exhaustion. So that is, that's the thing with the Woodlands. I don't know. They don't like okay. White Oak. I will give them much credit because they have a huge water container. Couple of them. They can just go there and get free water. Um, outside, you don't right. have to pay for. You don't have to wait in line. It's just like this huge container with water, with like these little, you know, paper cups. Yeah, Woodlands doesn't offer any kind of that service. You know, you sort of have to go off to like the merch area, the, the yeah. two either sides, and I don't know if the water they're free or not, but you still have you're waiting in line. If you're in, if you're overheated and you're in. You, you know, it's hitting you. Right. You need water like that. You yeah, need somebody and, to be able to help you right away. And, you know, I imagine a lot of people at that Snoop Dogg show were downing beers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And getting smoking already. a lot of. Uh, yeah, dehydrated. Stuff. Yeah, they were smoking stuff that's not going to help your situation, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just Pantera played there, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. And I wonder how that went, because 
there was no way I was going to go to that show. And and I heard that there were people dehydrated, having problems at the Pantera show, but not to the extent of the Snoop Dogg situation. Right. So, I'm I don't know. I I went to see. I, I remember the hottest show I've ever been to was at that venue at the Woodlands Pavilion, seeing Iron Maiden in 2003 with Motorhead and Dio. And oh, I, was I at that show was yeah. so dehydrated at yeah. that show that I used to carry water like in the you know like one of those gas containers in my trunk. Yeah. And I had never put gas in there. I just kept fresh water in there. <laughs> and after the show, I, me and my friend managed to get crawl back to my car. And just down And it. I downed that water. And people were like looking at us like, you guys, no. <laughs> Thinking we're pouring <laughs> gas. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's stay hydrated, really. A drink. But then you hear stories about the lady that drank too much water and died. So you're like, where's the fucking balance? I think your body knows the balance. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Do they, um, I wonder if they're going to let you bring water in. I don't think so. That sucks. Yeah. That's, we're gonna have to, that's shitty. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Wa- water Water should be free at outdoor shows in Houston yeah. in the summer. It, should, it just should be. Don't don't overcharge you for, for us for water. Yeah. Uh, you know, beards are in food and all that kind of shit. Whatever. That's one thing. Right. Water. I remember one of the hottest shows that I ever went to that I did get heat exhaustion was right when I my wife and I started dating, we went to an Ozfest in San Antonio. Ugh. And there was a point in the day where I was just like, I was dead. I was like, it, she had to go wait in line just to get fucking water. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. They need to. That's why. That's why I went back to that White Oak thing, and you know, we work with them. We give away free tickets and stuff like that. So, I appreciate them for outside shows having that those water yeah. troughs, gigantic those, free water dispenser. Yes, there. it 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 just it shows that they care about their their attendees. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a way that's not just trying to sell overpriced beer, right? Well, because beer is not going to hydrate you. I'm sorry. Even though it won't be that bad tomorrow, I man, take a take a little mini cooler and put some Gatorades in there. So oh, yeah. after the show, we you always can, do that. We'll yeah. have a little cooler. We'll have food, or we'll have like snacks and drinks and water and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we're yeah, we're we'll always do that. But yeah, hopefully during the show it won't be that bad. I even um, love those little sticks, those little Gatorade powder sticks you can yep. put in your pocket. Those are yeah. Who knows if they'll confiscate that? Though. I know you get searched to hell when you go into a big venue like that. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of rules of what you can bring in, what you can't bring in. It's like how, like, you have to bring a bring a clear bag and it has to be a certain size. I don't know. It's a yeah. bunch of, you know, a bunch of shit. But sometimes it's worth it. I don't know. Um, so I was gonna ask you: Have you written any articles recently? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I put one up last night. Last night I yeah. read it last night too when it came when it went up. We're gonna. We're going to po- uh, post that onto our Metal Geek Society page so you can read it. Yeah, it's um, I, I, it's sort of this idea that I, w- I had been sitting on for a long time that I've just been like putting off and putting off. And then following, like, I don't know, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this thing for a long time ever since I heard that Angus McSix album where I was just like irritated at how stupid it was. And um, I decided to just finally write something about the kind of proliferation of dumb power metal, what I call dumb power metal. And, um, you know, what I mean by dumb power metal is like stuff like that Angus McSix record where it's like, uh, you know, like the, one of the singles is called laser shooting dinosaur, just stupid childish 
kind of unfunny. It's trying to be funny, but it's not really funny. Just yeah. nonsense. Like when you listen to it, you're just sort of like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm like, what am I doing? So <laughs> Why am I wasting six, my time? He, he was the singer from Glory Hammer, right? Yeah. And you he know, got the, kicked out. Exactly. And you know, the, th- the funny thing about it, I actually thought he was uh, one of the reasons why I listened to Angus McSix was, was I was like, I really enjoyed him as a singer, especially in those first two Glory Hammer albums. Right? I agree. And, um, I thought like, wow, this guy has a really great voice. I'm a fan. So when he got kicked out, I was like, okay, whatever the reasons are, uh, I'll, I'll give his next project a shot. And he really, it's one thing, you know, Christopher Bowes of Glory Hammer and Ailstorm, love him or hate him. I think the guy is a really talented songwriter. Yeah. So I, I sort of give catchy. him a- Catchy. His shit is very really ca- catchy. Very hooky. Yeah. And he, he is very tongue in cheek. He writes a lot of, he started this whole thing, I, I, I think. He started this whole jokey sort of- You blame him or give him credit? I give him credit for his originality because he was, I think, one of the first guys out the gate in the power metal sphere. I'm not saying, I mean, other bands were doing comedic stuff a long time before he came on the scene. Guar, one of your favorite bands, oh, yeah. is a big, and and I like Guar, but um, but there's a there's a difference between Guar is an intergalactic group of people that are aliens that came to Earth and wanted to kill everybody. I mean, the, that, that's tongue in cheek. It's 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 like a bad horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and, and and with Glory Hammer, it's like these guys are all playing these fantasy characters in this kind of and goof, I get that silly fantasy world. Now, look, they were the first ones in that lane, and one of the things I write about is like I respect the fact that they were the first ones in that lane, and I give them credit for that. But when you have the the kind of success that they've had, you have a bunch of copycats come in the into the mix and. One of the things that I just think kind of sucks and kind of is a bummer is that I just see so much of that happening in power metal. And that I see like all these power metal fans, like talk, you know, new fans to the subgenre are like, that's their first impression of the subgenre. When I was, you know, growing up, my first impression of when I first saw the term power metal in a magazine, it was like, oh, like I listened to Halloween already. So that's what power metal is. Like I, you know, or that people are calling this power metal Gamma Ray and Halloween and oh, like this, this band Hammerfall. And like, I got into this band called Blind Guardian, man, these are great records and yeah, and like Heavenly and, and, um, you know, all, all those bands Freedom from that Call. era. Yeah. Freedom you know. Call are cheesy as hell, but they're still great. Yeah. I mean, and uh, and Guy Alventasia, I mean, the list goes on. Like there are so many sure. great bands from what that original power metal era was. And humor was a part of that whole thing back then too, you know, like it was just like one of those things that would find its way in. It was never forced or anything. And that's, that's what I kind of go on about is how it just kind of, it's just a saddening thing to see. I mean, there's nothing I can do to change it other than just keep promoting bands that I think are not doing that or you know, trying you, to do something else. You've had quite the uh, reaction the past 24 hours, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is I went to work today and I didn't even realize all this stuff was happening until I went, I came out at lunch and I was like looking at it going, Oh, whoa, a lot of people are talking about this. And then I, when I was like getting off work going, coming over here and I was like, damn, there's a lot of, a lot more people talking about this. So it's been kind of nuts to see the reaction. Um, all over social media and stuff. So that, I'm just glad that people read it. You, even if you guys, if someone's listening to it and they think I'm a, a jackass for writing it, it's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just glad you read it. 
Like I'm just glad right. it's I, I'm just glad it started a discussion, especially on the power metal subreddit. And it's, it's an cool. Op- and it's your opinion. I mean, yeah, you know, people's opinions are their own opinions. You don't I, have to I, agree or disagree, whatever. Oh, I know. I knew that I was going to get the whole like old man yells at cloud uh, insult thrown my way, and a lot of people have done that. That's fine. I can take that. Uh, it, that doesn't bother me at all because there's no way to write about this stuff without you know sounding like that a little bit. Sure. But I also I feel it. like, hey, man, I've been kind of been listening to this mu- this genre for a long time, so I've seen things come and go, and I don't know. I, uh, I feel like I have some credibility when it comes to you know issuing an opinion like this. So, and so you might it, and you might still think I'm a jackass, and that's fair. <laughs> if you want to read the article for yourself, you can go to themetalpigeon.com. Uh, but you did talk about a band in your article that is sort of doing it the right way. Um, well, can you, the, when we did our uh, underrated vocalist episode, we talked about Daniel Heyman. Yep. And we mentioned that he had a new project this year called The Sacred Outcry. Yes. Or Sacred Outcry. And I cannot stop listening to that album. Like I, I was only just beginning to crack it when we talked about it at first. But lately, I, I, that's the only thing I've been really listening to, just heavy rotation. That album over and over and over again. It is... I think like one of the best power metal records I've ever heard in the in the recent times. Like classic power metal, nothing classic in the sense of this is just traditional power metal. Takes itself very seriously, and I kind of I, that's so refreshing. It just seems like right now when everyone else is just goofing off and having a laugh, I kind of respect the fact that. This is a very serious and, and and I even read an interview with uh, the guy who you know the guy the main guy in the band um, G- uh, George something I can't remember his last name exactly right now, but uh, he used to be in um, um, the Eternal Suffering was it the Eternal Suffering um, black metal band uh, really put out this great record in 2010 called Miasma. Remember that? Remember when Demi Borgir was putting out Abracadabra or yeah. whatever that dumb album was, <laughs> and, and the album was supposedly leaked beforehand, and uh, everyone was listening to it, going, "Oh, this is so awesome! The new Demi is awesome!" And it turned out to be this band's album, just like mislabeled as the new Demi Borgir album. Someone was just having a laugh. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so basically that's the old band, and that that band was incredible. And so basically the main guy from that band is now the main guy in Sacred Outcry. It's like, yeah, it's funny that it take took someone from outside of power metal to come in here and create a power metal album that's uh, like, I don't know, like maybe one of my favorite power metal albums of the past ten years. I would so say. I, I want to I want to say my opinion real quick um, about these um, bands like power or you know like. What you're, what's going on in your article? I like I heard the Angus McSix. Yeah, I, I it's, it's a little saccharine, sweet at, at some points, but I like Glory Hammer. I like I like that stuff. Um, I like real catchy songs, right? And there can be a point where it gets sort of over the top. What's that dinosaur band that? Victorious. Sort of, Victorious. Yes. Dinosaurs with freaking lasers on their heads. Do you I mean? Do you remember when Victorious was just like a really good power metal band? Like their first like three or four albums but were just like quality power metal. I in I I even like I like the the dinosaur album, but yeah, I I can 
I could see where it can be a little bit off-putting, which is like, okay, this is a little over the top. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's just so di- it's just so a dis- little. Yeah, it's just so disappointing to like go from like a really good power metal band to all of a sudden you get this weird dinosaur album come out. Then they do like Space Ninjas. Yeah, then they go. Space then ninjas. they merge the two. It's like dinosaurs versus Space Ninjas or something stupid There's like that. that. It doesn't Finnish even matter. Band where they actually are oh, dinosaurs. Heavy Saurus. Heavy Saurus. <laughs> But that's that's sort of designed for kids in a way, you know what I, I mean? I get it. I, I think honestly, I think the dinosaur thing kind of just annoys me because I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what is? <laughs> are we like five years old or something? That's all right. So let's get into our first. Uh, makes our, me appreciate Jurassic Park for actually treating dinosaurs as ferocious, right? Killing machines and instead not, of just not playing power metal, <laughs> right? Um, so let's get into our first set of music here. We're going to start off with something from that Sacred Outcry album. Uh, this is from the album called Towers of Gold. This is The Voyage. We'll be right back.
we're back that was slow fall uh with reflections in the house of shadows off the new album obsidian waves yeah that's your first time hearing that 
Yes. So what did you think? Pretty good. Pretty. I like the theatrics and the atmospherics and the yeah. Love. I love usage of uh, like piano like that, keyboards like that. If you're a fan of you know mellow death mixed with some some doom elements and stuff like that, and you like Finnish bands, I think this band is up your alley. This is yeah. band, the. Uh, it was introduced to me by Justin, the metal detector. We have our we have a group that we are the hey you should check these out. And he posted it in our in our chat group, and he's like, "I think Carrie would really dig this." And damn it, he was right. <laughs> Everybody knows me so fucking well, but yeah, I really like this album. It's really really cool. Um, it just came out in June, so the album is called Obsidian Waves, which I think that's a better band name than Slowfall. But okay, whatever. Ye- yeah, <laughs> you can just flip it around. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. I, not not my decision to make. Yeah. This is their second full length, and uh, they've been around. Their first EP was like in 2017, so they haven't been around that long. But I, I really dig these guys. Yeah, no, they, they were, that was cool. I, I just added it to my playlist, too. Cool. Yeah, I think you would actually like the album a lot. It's, uh, it's, it's you know, a lot of mellow deaths and it mixed with like doom elements, but there's a little variety in the album. Uh, even in that song, you hear a lot of the piano work, um, the clean vocals, the 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 blackened elements in there. You know, with the vocals, it's really cool. Good album. So, what was before that? Uh, that yeah, that was Sacred Outcry. Um, one of my favorite songs on that album. Although the entire album is uh, you throw we sometimes throw this around the word around too much, but I mean I'm gonna I'll just say that I think that album is a freaking masterpiece. And you know the funny thing is like they have an album that came out two years before, um, in 2020 with Giannis Papadopoulos on vocals, who is if you know you guys recognize that name is the Beast in Black singer. Yeah, and um, Giannis sounds freaking incredible on that album. It's a great record too. Really? So like the 2020 album's great. That was the debut. Um, this, Who's the new vocalist? You said George. And and this uh, so the new vocalist is Daniel Heyman from oh. uh, Lost Horizon fame. Oh, okay. And gotcha. uh, so you have two really great singers. I mean, I think Giannis sounded way different than he does in Beast in Black um, in Sacred Outcry. Like he's more gruff and he's not well, doing the high register. Right, so Beast much. in Black. He's he's trying to hit those high notes all the time. You know. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's so interesting to hear a different dimension to his voice in in Sacred Outcry. Aren't, so, aren't, isn't Beast and Blast just like an '80s retro band now? It's just very poppy arena, yeah. ready well, power nothing metal. Wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Everything. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I like some of their stuff. Very cool. So, um, yeah, so Slow Fall and Sacred Outcry. I, I recommend both of the albums to you guys. Check them out. Um, that's why we do this show is to uh, discover new music and, and let you guys know about it and give our opinions. That's all they are. They're opinions. That's it. Um, have you been into anything besides new metal recently? What have you been doing? Um, well, I think was we were talking early before we were started recording, I was like, Hey, you know that box, that that band Spirit Box? Spirit Box, yeah. yeah. I was like, I think I kind of like them, um, which this, is a weird thing to- They got super popular, like really quick, too. Yeah, and, and I didn't, and I, I just had their video recommended to me on YouTube. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. They might be um, that band Ginger. Yeah, um, a little bit Ukrainian like that. band, yeah. 
a little bit like Ginger, a little bit like early Lacuna Coil, I think. Sure. But I don't know. I was like listening to even current Lacuna Coil because I liked early Lacuna Coil. Uh, new stuff, not as much. You remember we liked that last Lacuna Coil album a little bit. Um, I never really went back to it, but yeah, I, I mean, that's true. I haven't gone back to it, but I did. <laughs> I did enjoy it at the time a little. Yeah. Bit. But yeah, um, yeah. This this I don't know. Like I don't really listen to a lot of rock, modern rock ish stuff. But yeah. this is the first modern rock type thing I've liked, and I can't, as far as I remember, in a couple of years. So I don't know. Spirit Box. It's it's interesting. That new song they have, Jaded, I think, is really good. And um, that vocalist, she was in I Wrestled a Bear once, I believe. That's the band. So that's something to check out if you want something. Because it, it's weird, they have like progressive guitar going on in, in there. It's right, but it's also very you know modern rock friendly. So it's it's a big mix of stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Other than that, you know, I, I again I've been listening to a lot of older stuff mixed in with the newer stuff. Going back and listening to just whatever you know takes my interest. I mean, I we were mentioning for some reason uh, on the last time we recorded, I think we talked about amorphous a lot and it got yeah. them in my head. So I went back and listened to old amorphous albums. Oh yeah. Listening to like elegy and some of the albums that I had kind of neglected. Elegy uh, such in, a, over years. a great album. They have a new uh, live album coming out. Soon. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, they've released the first sig- sig- single, um, I think it's Among stars with Annika. Yeah. I heard, I heard that version. The video is weird. Cause it's like, Annika is not there. And they just sort of like blend her into the video when her parts show up. So I guess she wasn't there for the show. She wasn't there for the show and the live. I don't know if it's going to be a live video, like a long play, like a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever. But there is a live album coming out. Okay. Um, but it, it, it was a little weird to see that. But I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, because like when they played that song live, they just piped her 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 part in you know yeah you figure they would have had maybe like even if they couldn't get her just have like a guest vocalist do it or something sure but who's gonna who replaces annika i mean her, yeah she does have a very distinctive yeah. voice i will say that so that's cool i'm looking forward to that um the, the new insomnium single came out this week yeah I will uh, say they that. have a new eb coming out which is so quick Comparatively to when the, just the new album just came out like back in March. Yeah, I mean they they're they've done stuff like this before where they release like a random EP here and there, a couple songs and stuff without real explanation. Um, that's how they did the last EP. That's they, right. Yeah, yeah, because they did a bunch of songs. Um, the new EP is called Songs of the Dusk. Comes out in November. Um, it's three songs, so you know. The first one is out. Song of the Dusk. I think is the new one. Yeah, I like it. I've heard it a few times today. Yeah, I, I I put it once on the way over here, and I thought it was like, all right. That's cool. It's nice to hear Insomnium again. Yeah, because Anno sixteen ninety six came out in February. Yeah, I need to go back and listen to that album. It's been a, many yeah, months. It's a good album. I need to. I I remember having mixed feelings about it, but I maybe maybe if I go back to it, it'll be different. We'll, it's we'll a see. shorter album too. It's only like fifty minutes, so. I guess they they had more music in them. Yeah. So they but it wasn't time yet, I guess. I don't know. It's they they can do whatever they want. I'll I'll, I'll be on board. That's all I can say. Yeah. You know, I uh, yeah. Yeah, I you always I, I always have time for insomnia. You know what I did recently? What's that? I listened to a lot of the Runaways. 
Oh yeah. You want to know why? Uh, I have an idea, but go ahead. So I went, uh, I was asked to do a panel. It was originally going to be a metal geeks panel at the Houston horror film festival run by a friend of mine. And, uh, we were going to do, what we we're going to do is horror movies based on heavy metal horror movies. And then movie horror movies, with a lot of heavy metal influence in them, be it music or blah, 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 you know, um, but we sort of pivoted at the last minute because once I was accepted into the panel, uh, it turned out we were going to be, we had a special guest. We're going to be interviewing somebody and that'd be Cherie Curry from the runaways. Nice. I was like, Oh, okay. So, uh, I spoke to her that afternoon before the panel and, uh, I told her what our, her, uh, Dave and I were there, my co-host from metal geeks. And uh, we sort of talked to her before we did the panel. And she's like, I don't really know a lot of metal, a lot of horror movies, she, even though she's been in a, a few things, you know. So we just sort of pivoted and made it all about her, which is the, the right thing to do. And I uh, told her that we would be giving away some Danzig tickets. This was before it got canceled, of course. And she's like, oh, I got some great stories about Danzig. So... She told us uh, she uh, went in the studio with Danzig not too long ago, was in the past five-ish years or whatever, huh. to do some recordings. I don't know if they they haven't seen the light of day yet, but but uh, you know any of the new Danzig stuff has not been um, how do you say good? <laughs> good, yeah, go go with that. Like the El- Danzig sings Elvis, all that stuff. It's just, right, it doesn't sound good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's the production or whatever, whatever it is, it's not, not good, but it was fun to talk to her. Um, <laughs> it was in the middle of the heat wave and uh, we were running around my glasses. We were in like this panel room, which was like, used to be a Mexican restaurant attached to the hotel. Right. It's the weirdest fucking place. And um, when she came up on stage, like halfway, like maybe 15 or 20 minutes in, into the interview, we also had another guy, um, Jesse Hobson, who uh, runs Cinedump.com, big horror guy. So he was on our panel with us. And uh, she like reached over and she like grabbed my glasses off of my face. She's like, hey, let me see those. She cleaned them off while she was still in, in answering a question, handing them back to me. She's like, okay, now I can see your beautiful eyes. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I got to say she, but she was super cool. She was super nice. And, you know, she talked about, um, during the panel is, Oh yeah, my husband, Robert and our kid and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't bring it up in the me Cause I didn't know how her ex-husband, you know, but if you don't know, Sherry Curry was married to Robert Hayes from the airplane movies. I did not know that. Yeah, actually. They have a kid together. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was a great interview. Uh, I I know they had a guy filming it the whole time. I I need to get that video of her cleaning my glasses for sure. Because <laughs> that's, that's once in a lifetime <laughs> situation. But the Runaways are fun, man. I, I, you know, I did a little bit of a deep dive right before that. I watched the movie, which I had never watched before, the, the, the fictionalized version. Uh, she was heavily... You know, it was based on her book, and you know, of course, Hollywood they take things and they change it. But she was there on set the whole time, 
But uh, I never really wanted to watch it because of uh, what's her name from Twilight. I can't think of her name now. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but she was actually really good in that movie. Yeah, I've heard that. She's a uh, she could be a good actress if she wants to be. Yeah, I well, yeah I've I've heard that she's otherwise a pretty decent actress. I don't. Yeah, the I just think the Twilight movie. I haven't even seen a full one. I just remember being in a blockbuster and they had a scene going on. I'm like, what is this crap? <laughs> what is going on? Right. It was horrible, but yeah, that was a fun show. Um, I uh, the for our friend my our friend runs that show, um, and they're doing a Halloween show, but they're getting ready to announce um, the show for next year. So if you're in the Houston area or if you just like horror stuff in general, he had a huge lineup of, of people there. Uh, like most of the original cast from the original Halloween movie was there. Um, Billy Zane was there. Just a lot of people were there. And uh, so check out like the Houston horror film festival uh, on your Googles and you can check out more information. That's nice. It. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to get into next? Um, we got uh, Black Braid. We do. I, I changed things around. I did an audible in 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 your terms. The um the Black Braid two the new album. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about the tour. They're going to be supporting Wolves in the Throne Room. It's missing Houston. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's it's they're playing in Austin, October. Uh, that might be something worth going up there. But sure. the thing is, I, I really only have interest. I've seen Wolves in the Throne Room twice before. It, it was a cool experience, but it's not something I'd want to go see. I really want to go see Black Braid, but I can wait. They're going to be touring a lot, it seems like. So I know they're going to be in Houston at some point. So I might wait on it. But um, They have a lot of heat behind them. Yeah. I, when I say heat. Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. On the internet. What the fuck is the internet? They got um, they got profiled in the New York Times for this new album. They play them on. It's weird. I remember driving to work one morning and I I flipped on um, uh, the satellite, the Liquid Metal Channel, right? Yeah. And they're fucking playing Black Braid, and they play Black Braid a lot. Yeah. Um, but it was so weird driving to work like seven in the morning, hearing Black Braid on the fucking radio. I bet that one dude's a, a big fan. Uh, what's his name, Jose? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I get it. We're not going. We're not talking about him because I. I mean, I, I appreciate that he's the the metal ambassador, but that guy definitely gets on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> but he's cool. Whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the stuff they play on that channel is not really. Yeah, and no, I style. You know what I mean. I, when I got my new car, I had a little trial, a uh, couple yeah. month trial of of Sirius, and I was listening to Liquid Metal a bit, and yeah, it, you know. There's, exactly. There's some issues with liquid metal. There's some stuff that's good. And then there's a lot of the stuff it's like very and you know us on this show, we're not we don't try to talk bad about any kind of metal or anything heavy that you might enjoy. It just might not be our thing, but there's a lot of stuff that's very repetitive and the same it sounds like the same band over and over and over. You know what was a fun station was uh Hair Hair Nation. Hair Nation. That's yeah. that's a fun one. Yeah, I'm serious. Mark Striggle is now one of their DJs. Oh nice. Yeah, from <laughs> Talking Metal. Nice. Yeah, good friend. Good guy. I'm glad that he uh, is on there now. It's cool. But yeah, I listen to that I listen to that channel a lot. I listen to uh the Beatles channel a lot. Because like we do like that uh we know we've got our car new car. We had that trial and then like you cancel yeah. And they're like, hey, we'll give you six months for 30 bucks. We're like, okay, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. So 
You know, it's fun to have it in the car when you're on a on a drive. You know, I listen to. I'll be honest. I've been listening to the uh, the Conan O'Brien station a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. There was some crazy stations there. Yeah, I I remember seeing that, and then there was something else that was like like old radio shows from yep. like the fifties. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff on the on those channels. There's something for everybody for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get back into Black Braid. Didn't. Uh, I I really like this album. I want to thank our our a friend of mine, Lilith, for sending me the new the the CD. I I think the production on this album is fucking just killer. It's great. Yeah, it, it's a great sounding album. I will say, having listened to it uh, enough times now, I think I I do prefer the debut a little bit more. Do you? Um, I think this is a good album. I don't think it's I don't think it knocked me out like the first one did. Um, I think this one sort of meanders in spots a little bit for me, whereas the first one had a little bit more of an immediacy to it and a, you know a directness. But I, it still sounds exactly like it, it, you can tell they have their own sound, and it's uh, it's something that it just seems so innate to them. It's not like they're trying to find their way towards a sound; they just have it. So that's what I love about that band is like they ha- they definitely have their own sonic identity. I totally agree. It's you know the the band is run by uh indigenous i don't remember what tribe he's from but uh and that's what a lot of the articles have been focusing on you know indigenous black metal yeah and there's so much more to the band than that you know what i mean but it's it's cool i guess that they're getting that buzz because of it you know yeah and it's cool it's you know, it's cool too because I remember seeing like a documentary on then, uh, like black or like extreme metal being done on Native American reservations and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, it's cool that this band's getting some spotlight because maybe it'll help out some other bands in the you know in the, in that's in that whole scene. So, um, I I get why it's being focused on because it's and I get why the band's probably okay with it being focused on. I was like, all right, you know, whatever gets us gigs and yeah brings a spotlight I on think they're gonna know? get I, I just think this band it, it's on they're on the precipice of getting just bigger and bigger and bigger yeah so like you said they're opening up for wolves in the throne room give me a year and a half they're gonna be headlining yeah and and i'd love to see them headline do a headlining show yeah so all right let's get into it you picked uh what track did you pick the spirit returns from black braid 2 yep or i i whatever you want to say original title for the new album yeah Shortened to the point. Well, you know, it's uh, we're gonna make our album self-titled. Want to do it again? <laughs> Let's do a sequel of the self-titled album. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Not making fun of them. All right. Here is Black Braid from the of the song Spirit Returns. Be right back. Thank you. 
back to the show um 
So I, I take it that was the first time you've heard that project, the Liberty Project from Edward Edward Reekers. Yeah, I, I have no idea what that is. So uh, Edward Reekers, you remember a progressive rock band back in the day called Kayak? Not the website that gives you travel deals. Uh, no. So uh, Edward uh, Reekers is a Dutch singer and voice actor. Um, he, uh, he's he been involved with a bunch of Arion projects recently type of stuff. So um, this is definitely... All right, so... It ranges from ballads to heavy metal, pop songs, rock power tracks, blues, classical. So I got to ask you, is it a rock opera? It definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like one. Is it a musical? Sounds like a musical. Is it a concept album? I'm guessing it will be. It definitely is. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a 17 track uh, concept album um, in the vein of like what Arion does. Speaking of, Aryan actually uh, plays like some guitar on this album too. Uh, but the track we just heard was uh, called Good Citizens featuring Damien Wilson, uh, vocalist extraordinaire. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really interesting album. Um, if you like that track, you know, listening to that track, you know what I, you know, I kept on uh, like picturing in my mind? The skit from SNL with Will Ferrell playing <laughs> the cowbell. <laughs> Like need more cowbell on this song. I click ding ding. Was that was that Damien on all the lead vocals or was he? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. He's on multiple tracks, not everything, but a, a lot. It's a really it's a really cool album. I don't know exactly the the concept of it all. I still haven't like dived into it. It's hard to do that without like the physical product in front of you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like what is the, the storyline and all that kind of stuff, but it's cool. Uh, it's a good album. I yeah. Mean, no, if you I, like, I like that, that type of Arion project, uh, you know, progressive rock metal. I think you would dig this album. Yeah. That's uh yeah. The Edward Reeker's the Liberty project. And before that, something completely different. <laughs> yeah what a contrast yeah <laughs> but yeah that was that was black aren't we, parade aren't we sort of known for that though yeah um the spirit returns i was uh off black raid too um worth checking out i mean that i love that riff and that song so he could write some damn fucking repetitive catchy riffs. yeah oh yeah that's that's what he's known for right yeah i mean i i i think he's he's genuinely just great just a, he's just a great guitarist and uh, excellent vocalist, and I don't know. I, I'm just I'm a big fan of that band. I, I was telling you, it was like I don't know. It's the most. It really just feels like some of the most convincing black metal to come out of North America ever. I think um, maybe people will disagree, but I, no, I I definitely I mean, think they're like the most interesting North American black metal band who, to me. Wow that that's a pretty um, tall statement. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because uh, to be honest, like most of the other black metal I listen to is European or, or Scandinavian, true. so uh, not I mean, a lot, everybody yeah. has their own. Depends on where you're from, too. Like you know, like Necrofire, you know, Southern style. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so there, the, the indigenous aspect of the band definitely shines through. Yeah, um, but it's not like over. It's not like in your face, like slapping you across the face, like 
Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You get it more when you when you listen to the album and they have those interludes, those little two-minute interludes every now and then. They it, It's very immersive. I do like – one of the things I really do like about that album is that I love how the interludes flow into the songs and it just feels like, you know, this big fabric. It sort of reminds me of Sayor, you know, like <laughs> how they have like – you know, Sayor albums have just like yeah. this constant flow into each other. And um, yeah, really it, – it's – I, I like the way they do that. So I, I definitely agree. Yeah, um, but and and I think these guys are going. They're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. I, by the time their third album comes around, they're going to be headlining. Yeah, I mean it's so crazy that first album came out just last year, and now they got the the sophomore album. And, I mean they're doing it right. You know you got to just keep keep putting releases out. Keep you know top of mind. Don't take three years to release an album or whatever. And a lot of touring. And a lot of touring. Yeah, they're doing it right. Are there any other tours coming up that you're excited for? Um, not, not really, honestly. I, I've been kind of keeping an eye out, but because it's been a while since I've been to a show, but um, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing that is absolutely must go to for me yet. But um, we'll see. I, I'm still sort of on the fence about that Guns N' Roses thing. But to be honest with you, it's getting so close to it now that I think almost all the decent seats are sold out. What so is that? They point at Minute Maid Park. Right, right. Which and is I, weird because like my my office, my work office. Yeah, I can see Minute Maid out my my window. Yeah, I, I I don't like the way they. I don't like the fact that they booked Minute Maid. It's a it's a weird mm-hmm. seating setup for that venue. Have anyway. you seen Guns N' Roses before? Yeah, but but I was a kid, you know. So yeah, yeah. I saw them in was it ninety four in the tour with Metallica and Face No More. Yeah, that was a, like the at was the Astrodome, something like that. It was a huge venue, and it it sounded like shit because like you get in a venue that bad, and the acoustics is like just sort of they'll play, and then you can sort sort of hear it come ac- come around. You know what I mean? I you know I, I should have just went. They played a couple of years ago. They played at NRG Stadium, and I should have just gone to that show. Oh but, yeah, that would have been but better. Th- that was actually kind of one of my things. I was like, ah, eh, the sound might suck or whatever. But yeah, you, you do sort of wish. Like, can't you guys just play the Toyota Center? <laughs> like, can't, can't just give me some floor seats at the Toyota Center. It'll sound good and whatever. I don't know. I, I'm not really that. I've heard the new song. Um, yeah, I, I heard it too. It was pretty all right for a GNR song. A new yeah. GNR song. I, I've heard worse. Yeah. Um, I think what suffocation and incantation and skeletal remains just announced the tour together. The Houston date is going to have, um, our, our boys in Hasrod opening up. Oh, that's cool. Which is cool. That's a killer show for them to be on. Um, trying to see who else is coming. Um, dying fetus is coming on tour. Dragon force is coming soon. Again. I I am a little on the fence about that because I would like because I, I mean I, I I just saw them like a year and a half ago yeah, or something. We were, when was that show? Yeah, uh, it was them Inspires and Firewind. But right. I was um, at that show. Yeah, that was a fun time. But that was where the, somebody died, possibly. Yeah, the way they passed, something happened, but they yeah. they turned out to be okay. Um, and uh, Camelot's coming with Battle Beast and Zandaria this week. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Are you going to go to it? No. I, House of Blues? Yeah, Camelot has to do something really radical for me to go and to see them again. Because they're playing uh, Prog Power. I got offered tickets from our, our, our friends. I saw that, yeah. I was like, uh, and I looked at 
airfare and airfare was cheap. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm going to two concerts this weekend. I don't know. Even my boss was like, yeah, take the days off. I'm like, oh, man. But I'm, I'm sort of saving my, my time, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If there... Because I was looking at the, I would have wanted to go on like on Thursday, because like that's when like sw- the, the Halo Effect was playing, a couple other bands, right? Like the weekend show was like it was okay, but I'm like it wasn't a, the the big draw factor for me would have been the Green Carnation, right? I would love to fucking see them live, yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, uh my my nieces, I gotta tell you, are at a concert as we're recording this. You ever heard of a band called Bad Omens? Uh, I feel like I have, but I might be getting them confused with Bad Wolves. Yes, I, <laughs> I, t- I did too. I had no idea who they were, and uh, they're super fucking excited. It's both of my nieces and both of uh, my nieces' kids are going with them too. Huh. So it's like their very first concert. and Yeah, my youngest nephew just turned eight yesterday, so it's just like his... Big birthday present. So they're excited. What kind of music is that? Uh, something we wouldn't listen to. Okay, all right. Fair heavy. It's heavy, you know, sort of like, I don't know, metalcore-ish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good Good for them. But I, I'm excited. They're excited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good. Lacuna uh, Coral is coming with Fear Factory. It's a weird lineup, right? <laughs> that was, well, so who's singing for Fear Factory? Did we figure that out? Some dude. Oh, it's just some guy. Some okay. Guy. I just saw an article today where Dino was like, yeah, Burton was mailing it in. And I was like, all right, this is never going to end, is it? This is going to be like, so you're going to see articles about these two forever. Oh, I might have to go to this show. September 18th, Galactic Empire is playing. Ah, interesting. I might want to go see that. Yeah. Oh, you asked me about Ingve Malmstein. That's actually tomorrow as, yeah. of, as of a recording. Yeah. Ingve and Glenn Hughes. House I mean, of Blues, right? Yeah, they're... I mean, Glenn Hughes is amazing, but yeah, but you see, I mean, that's just—I don't know what the deal is. Like, why are they? Why are they touring together? No, I don't know. Um, is Yingve singing? <laughs> and I, by all accounts, yes, he's still singing. Uh, yeah. So, Uada is playing the secret group on September twenty-third with Cloak. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And Ghost Bass. Oh, well, I'm not a big fan of Ghost Bass, but Cloak. Yeah, that Cloak might are be really worth. Awesome. Yeah. They were just here not too long ago. Hmm. And Oblivious Karis is coming to Warehouse Live. Elder's coming. Look, Beast in Black are touring. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. I'm excited for, uh, still excited for uh, Hell's Heroes next year, you know? Who Who is Beast in Black playing with? Mm. Did it say? I, 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 for, I remember vaguely something about Beast in Black and something, something. Being, you know, a, being an interesting tour, but I'm not sure. Maybe I, it was Zandri or something. No, because they're coming with Camelot. That's right. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Uh, Beast and Black Tour America. Uh, who are they touring with? Why don't they tell me? Come on, guys. Uh, Dance with the Dead. Uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not that interesting. No. All right. Uh yeah, October eighth at the Why Don't Music Hall. Okay, you know what's interesting? It, it, it gets so it's so uncomfortable in the summer. It's so hot. You, you really are like picking and choosing of like yeah. 
all right, do I want to go out there for this? It, when, when the weather cools down a bit, then it's like, yeah, sure, let's go. Let's go see this. Yeah, why not? I don't really care about these bands that much, but let's go. Uh, but man, when, you, when you're forced to either decide between going out or staying in with yeah, that's such a that's such an old metalhead thing to say, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. I don't care anymore. Uh, let's get into our next it. track. Yeah. Our next segment here. Uh, have you heard the new Horrendous album yet? I actually have not. I didn't even, honestly, I, t- just looking at that list, I realized they had a new album out. Yeah, so. it came out uh, a couple weeks ago in August. Jeez. Uh, Ontological Mysterium. Holy crap, dude. This album is fucking killer. Okay. This is progressive death metal. Um, it, I was, I was super really impressed with this album. I know they came recently cause they played with Hasserot and black magic. I didn't go to it. I, I regret not going now, but, um, we're going to get into a track from the brand new horrendous. I'll let you hear it for the first time as, as our listeners will. This is the song neon Leviathan from ontological mysterium. This is horrendous. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
welcome back. That was uh, the new album by Warman. Uh, Too Much Too Late was the song. Here for None is the album. Uh, Warman, uh, Yanni Warman. Um, first solo album in a couple years, I think. So um, ex- explain to people who, who this is. Uh, so he is the Children of Bodom keyboardist. And, uh, or was, I should say. Sure. So this has been like his side project for, it's a long time now. I think, I don't, he started this in like the early 2000s and has always had sort of a rotating cast of singers and stuff. Um, for this album, he basically just got Petri Lindros from Insiferum and, you know, for a former Norther vocalist yeah. to, um, to be the 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 main vocalist for the album, and I think it's like really refreshing to hear Petri singing on something just so straightforwardly aggressive and heavy. It just take me back to like old Norther days and stuff. And I I have I have a soft spot for those Norther albums, and it's kind of nice to hear Petri doing something that's non folky for a change. I don't know. I mean, the the, the recent Insiferum output has been kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah. And um I just there's something satisfying about this album on a very basic like ear candy mellow death level uh, where I sort of just miss that Children of Bodom classic sound and I'm getting a little fix of it here. And you know me, I've never really been a Children of Bodom fan. Yeah. So this does I'll be honest, this doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I get that. The Anti Warman uh, is the guitarist. Um, he's like an old, old school Finnish metal yeah. dude who's been, you know, with Yanni since the beginning, um, since they started doing this the Warman project. So he's got that kind of Bodum mm-hmm. DNA with him. So I, 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 to me, it just when I listen to this album, it takes me back to like two thousand two. You know, and that's sort of just like a nice memory. So, uh, yeah, I, like, it's definitely like a nostalgia sounding album. I think for me, the the title explains my opinion on it. <laughs> You're for not too much, too late. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be uh, something that you. I don't know. It's a sound that like you had to be into at the time and to I think appreciate I don't think this is going to take this is going to make any new fans but I will say if you're a fan of Petri check this album out because as you heard he sounds he sounds a little reborn I think on this I, have, I haven't heard him sound this good in ages so uh, yeah I'm excited about that there we go uh, and before that was um, from the new horrendous album uh, Neon Leviathan, uh, great track. That was a great track. Yeah, you definitely need to check sound, out this album. They sound crazy. I already added it to my playlist. They, that, I love that guitar tone, and I love the thing about what about horrendous is I can never really tell what the hell is going on or where they're going in their songs until they they hit you with it, and you're just you're just taken aback. Like what? <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know how they write that stuff, but it's yeah, it's progressive death and roll. It. Uh, Reminded me uh, when I, I mentioned uh, Nocturnus when we were listening to it. Yeah, well, the the not the, as much keyboard, right? But yeah, it's amazing for how complex it is, how accessible it is. Sure. So yeah, 
I, I, I totally agree. It's just not the most accessible name. You hear that band name, and you're like, oh, that's not, it's not going to be death metal that I like. But yeah. I, I think it's a lot of people would really dig this. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, is there any uh, upcoming albums in the next few months that you're looking forward to? Uh, I am looking forward to... Oh, geez. I was just thinking about it, too. Um, am I blanking on this? It's going to be coming out in October sometime. Uh, I was just literally just thinking about this. What the hell? Uh, I don't know. Is there anything you're... I'll think about it. Is there anything that you're looking forward to? I'm going to look up... I'm looking up the um, like album is expected. Theocracy in October. Oh, yeah? Very highly anticipated for me because... Um, I wasn't, I, I had mixed feelings about the last one they did. Um, but this is a band that they, they, they're signed to a new label. Um, and, uh, it's going to be an interesting begin, you know, renewal for them, I think, because I don't know. I just have high hopes, right? I have a good feeling about this album too. So I've been, uh, listening to some new promos recently. Um, there's that, uh, one band we we're going to play called Jord. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's coming up soon. Um, but like as of today, I listened to a couple new albums. I listened to the new, new Marduk, uh, the new Primal Fear that came out this week. I really liked that album. Um, the new Sewin came out today. Uh, the new Talk, Take, like a talkie. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> it's not a talkie. Um, I've listened to the new Incantation recently. Uh, the new Ex Mortis album, the new Desk Clock is actually really cool. I, I'm excited. I haven't seen the new movie yet. I'm, I'm waiting on that. Oh shit! I forgot about the Ex Mortis. How was the Ex Mortis? It's really good. I like it a lot. I've only to- heard it once. So okay. I need to go check um, that out. Uh, let's see. Oh, Blue, Blue Dust Nord had one last week. I forgot about that. Yeah. One. Um, what else was there? Uh, we're gonna get into the new Spirit of Drift, but um, what's coming out that I'm I'm looking forward maybe to the new baroness album um let's see uh shade empire oh i didn't know they have a new album coming out they're pretty cool yeah that actually is uh one i overlooked too that will be good uh let's see what's coming out this or is this one? i got the promo for the new cannibal corpse it's definitely cannibal corpse yeah uh, i'm looking forward to that um primordial you got in the yes. end of uh what september yeah have you heard of that yet uh, n- I have heard nothing of it. No, uh, the I I've heard a couple tracks from the from the promo. It's uh, definitely good. Um, I didn't know Mercenary had a new album. I have to say Mercenary. Wow, yeah, Mercenary has a new album coming out. That's cool. Um, let's see, Iron Savior in October six. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, October Tide, same same day. Amorphous, Queen of Time Live, there to go. Um, on Swords I Lay, I am looking forward to that album. This came out the same day as your Theocracy on October 13. Yeah. Um, really, really like what I've heard off that new On Swords I Lay so far. Um, nothing much. Uh, Obscura has a live album. Oh, that's right. That's the other one. Was uh, Autopsy? No, was uh, Angra in November is coming out with uh, Cycles of Pain. Oh, and yeah. the thing is that that Angra single that came out um, recently, pretty interesting. I don't know. I mean, it could be. Uh, it's just one song, but you know, 
this could be uh, an album that where we really see, you know, uh, the band gel with Fabio a little bit in a, in a new way. I always so. forget Fabio's in that band. Yeah, because I'm I'm just not used to that. I guess I don't know. It's not, it's not the first name I think of when I think of Angra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's still a weird thing to think about, honestly. Alice Cooper put a new album out this week, and it's actually not that bad. Uh, he's been in a little bit of trouble in the news recently. I, I saw that, yeah. We're not going to talk about that here. Yeah. Uh, and I think Firewind put a live album out, but I don't know. We saw them live last year. That's all I can say. Uh, is Cavrilla Attack have a new album coming out? I saw like I saw something about them recently. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, speaking of new albums, <laughs> look at that segue. <laughs> Spirit of Drift just put out Ghost at the Gallows. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, I really like this band, and I had, I had listened to them before and was always sort of aware of them, and I, I think I kind of liked them before, but this album really... Um, broke it open for me where I was oh, just really? like, this is it. This is, yeah, it was a very satisfying kind of rustic, rough edged sort of traditional metal rootsy traditional metal album. I, I don't even know how to describe their sound, but it's just satisfying. Um, it's not as polished as I would normally go for, but I think I kind of like that about this band. It's, it's, it's a little bit rough around the edges and, um, it's just a good kind of summertime jam metal album. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's um, Ghost, at, Ghost at the Gallows is the album. And all these songs, you're just kind of like these headbanging, satisfying, good riffs, great vocals. Um, kind of just caught me off guard with how much I liked it. So uh, yeah, I've been listening to that a lot lately. Originally, they're from uh, Mesa, Arizona, but uh, apparently now they ba- they are based in Austin. Yeah, no, I remember reading about that about how they moved or something. I think there was something else about that whole move. Was it tied to like some sort of tragedy or something? I I can't remember. About Maybe, it. but yeah, I mean they're, they're an interesting band. I remember really enjoying their last album uh, quite a bit. But um, didn't they put an album out recently that had like a bunch of uh, covers or something like that? I think so. We were talking about that once at one point on the yeah. show. Yeah, they, these guys are just they're just American fucking heavy metal man. They're yeah. good. Um, I I've always liked their logo. It's like simple but effective. Just like the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I'm not, and I'm not making fun of that. They're. I don't want to say simple is like an oversimplification, but they just know how to write good fucking jams. That's sometimes all you want. Yeah. You know what it was? That last album was Enlightened in Eternity. And I remember we were talking about it on the show about how it was sort of like rustic Americana steeped and how the cover of the album yeah. was like um, uh, a, a metal take on uh, Bob Seger's Against the Wind album cover. <laughs> it's sure. Uh, very cool. Yeah. So introduce it for us. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, the new album, uh, Ghost at the Gallows. There's a song, Hanged Man's Revenge.
we're back to the show. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us again on this episode. Um, we were just astral born right there. Um, that is a, a pretty cool um, melodic death metal band that I just discovered recently. Um, very cosmic in nature, which is what I like about them. They're on prosthetic records. Um, so the new album is called Across the a- Eons. I like this album more. The production, I, I want to say I like the production more on this new album than they, on the previous album. Um, they even do an Inflames cover. Yeah, that was cool. December Flower yeah. from uh, the Jester Wraith, right? Yep. Yeah, One good. of the all-time great albums. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, I, I really... it It's just weird. This album really starts to... Even though I, I picked a song that's sort of closer to the beginning, Gemini, which I really like... The second half of the album is better than the first half of the album. And it's usually opposite. Right. Usually. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I definitely recommend checking out this band, Astro Born. This is the second full length album. Um if you like melodic deaths, mellow death stuff that's definitely inflamed, dark tranquility influenced, uh, but to a different degree that's very cosmic in nature. You're gonna find something that you're gonna enjoy here. Cool, yeah. It it definitely it was definitely aggressive as hell. So, and before that, we had it's, uh, Spirit Adrift. Speaking of uh, sort of spacey, your spirits adrift in space, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. I I, you know, I was just thinking about how much I need. I I did enjoy that that 2020 album they did. I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah, we were looking up. They did that. Uh, what is it? What is it called? The oh yeah, the, the, the last year it was like in August. They yeah, did that 22. cool covers uh, EP. They did like typo and um, who else was on there? Metallica, Pantera, Pantera, Hollow. They did a great cover of Hollow. Yeah, better than current Pantera. Okay, what? <laughs> Not going there. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think that's gonna bring us close to the end of this episode. Um. I do have a couple things I want to I want to talk about. Um, we're doing something cool over on Facebook on the Metal Geek Society page. <laughs> something I decided I don't know why to start doing this, but a couple weeks ago I decided to make a post and starting with going through the alphabet A B C D, make post your favorite band to start with that letter. Uh, as of today, we're at Q, which was very uh, very close in nature everybody had the same answers basically a lot of quiet riots a lot of quiet riot a lot of queen drake a lot of queen uh as of a recording tomorrow is going to be r which i think i'm excited for that s is always like the big one too you know everybody always has a lot of favorite bands that start with s yeah it's just something fun that i wanted to do and i'm looking forward to bands that start with numbers not a lot but uh yeah, that's gonna be Can a tough one. Can you think one. of any? Uh, starts with numbers. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Three eleven. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you're on Facebook, come check us out on the uh, the on our group over there, the Metal Geek Society. Uh, on all the social medias, we're at MSRcast, and our sister show is at Metal Geeks. Uh, msrcast.com metalgeeks.net we're on all the the platforms where you get your podcast and all that kind of cool stuff uh we're on spotify apple music all those places 
come find us at MSRcast or Metal Geeks were the same feed. We're getting closer and closer to something that I cannot wait to announce soon that I'm working with some people on uh, Friends of the Show. That's going to be something uh, spectacular, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, taking... I had to push it along, but it's taking steps into the right direction that we're going to be able to do something really, really soon. I hope hopefully by the end of the year, it'll be uh, it'll come to fruition. So I'm excited for that. That was very uh, cryptic and uh, not really saying what's up. But there you go. <laughs> what, what about you? Where can people find your information? Uh, I'm at the metalpigeon.com and the metal pigeon on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also Reddit, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you are now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check out the new article about uh, ultra cheesy power metal and uh, dumb power metal, dumb power metal. <laughs> and uh, where what's what's your opinion on it? We want to know. Um, so we're going to wrap up this episode in uh the most perfect way there's a band that i've discovered recently called lord of shadows um they this is their i believe first uh release um but this features uh a, a, a guy named shadows valentine which is the most generic doom gothic doom metal band name ever but it's basically a one-man project but he brings other people in on this on a particular particular album uh, Heike, is that how you say her name? Yeah. Heike, uh, what's her last name? I can't think of it. Langens. Langen, thank you. Uh, former ex, uh, member of Draconian, uh, and Aaron Stainsworth, uh, of course, of the legendary My Dying Bride, uh, lay their, uh, particular, uh, special vocal stylings to this album. I really like this album. We're going to play a song uh, called If the Tears Are Forgotten. It starts off slow and it has a a nice build and it goes into this really slow, beautiful, plodding, gothic death doom melody. I, I really enjoy this stuff a lot. Um, and I, I really, really like what these guys have done so far on this album. So, if you want to check it out, the album is called Echoes of Yore from the, the band Lord of Shadows. Uh, this is our last track of the evening. Before we go, do you have any last thing you would like to say? Uh, keep it metal. And keep it doomy. How about that? Yeah. All right, guys. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.